Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. This is Brad Shattuck, your host. And today's episode is called Last Interaction is How They Perceive You. And this um, touches a little bit on an episode I had done before. Um, I had called it uh, Every Time We Fight, She Sounds Like a Broken Record. And um, that, you know, I got, oh my God, I think about seven emails um, that uh, I got from that episode. And they said, wow, this, that's exactly how our fight is. <clears throat> I could um, record one of our fights, and the next time we fight, just hit play. And that's exactly how it was. You know, it's the same things over and over and over. Um, and I had read a couple of articles in the last couple of months that touched on, um, you know, um, exactly that their last interaction is how they perceive you. Um, you know, whether it's a fight, um, you know, or, you know, one specific subject. So I'm going to touch on that a little bit more um, in including some of the excerpts that I had um, read on those articles. And um, also I want to apologize the sound quality on uh, some of the last few episodes have been really crappy. My condenser mic that I had before I got knocked down and broke and I ordered a new one and um, it didn't work. There was a malfunction part. So I have a new one on order. Uh, so I do apologize for the bad sound quality, uh, but at the same time, I had done a couple of episodes uh, while I was driving in my vehicle um, because I um, didn't have the proper privacy uh, at home at the time to record, um, but I think from now on, I'll just uh, use my condenser mic when I get it in. But again, with uh, that apology uh, being said, uh, let's get on with the episode. Thank you. Hello, everybody. So thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. Um, Like I said, this um, episode is the last interaction is how they perceive you. And um, it is a common trait with um, people with borderline personality disorder. Um, This is one of the, the traits that they have is their last interaction with you is how they perceive you. Now, obviously, 
probably 99% of the time, it's due to an argument. Um, but, um, there's a lot of things that stick, like, in the back of my wife's mind. Like, certain things that either made a major impact, um, well, I should say that most of them made a major impact. Somehow, either it hurt them, um, you know, emotionally or physically, or affected their, um, you know, their life at that point, or, you know, affected their life, um, you know, the whole time you're together, you know, whatever it may be, you know, we all do that, you know, we, but their thing is, there's certain things that they bring up all the time, and my wife's is probably, you know, about 10 or 12 things, but instead of just bringing it up, they, they go into real deep detail about it on how it affected them, and, um, you know, and again, I'm, I'm, now, one thing I do want to say is, you know, I, I don't want anybody to ever think, you know, that I portray that I'm perfect. Not whatsoever at all. Um, you know, this podcast is more about, you know, how you get attacked and how, you know, to try to, you know, overcome or, or try to smooth out or at least get through, you know, how you get attacked. So it's not so much, you know, I have a lot of imperfections. And one of the things I want to point out is... Um, and I've felt this, uh, in the past, is, and I've always felt bad, because when I give in to something, you know, my wife had said before, you know, when I agree with her, it's almost like admitting it, so I used to say to her, well, then don't argue with me about it, and I won't agree to it, you know, I used to always deny it all the time, so I figured that didn't work, so I'd agree with it, but it really bothered her, and, you know, I could keep saying, or anybody could keep saying, well, then don't accuse me of that, and I won't, you know, um, agree with it, but at the same time, they can't help it, they have a disorder, you know, that's like saying, you know, to somebody with Parkinson's, you know, every time you take a drink, um, you spill it all over the place, you know, if you didn't shake your hands, you wouldn't spill it all over the place, it's something they can't help, um, you know, without DVT or, you know, the proper counseling, uh, if they try really hard, but, you know, again, it's one of the issues that you have to get through, and if you love them enough, you know, you'll go through that, and I did, um, like, she would, um, always make this comment, um, I don't know why it's stuck in her head, because this never came up, uh, and I never brought it up, uh, every time an SUV would drive by and happen to beep their horn, I mean, uh, uh, you know, an SUV or a truck, she always said, oh, it's your little girlfriend beeping, and I'd look at her and go, oh, yeah, you know, there's 20 houses on the street, and, you know, five to the left, five to the right, and across the street, but, yep, they, you know, I'm sure they're beeping here, you know, it sounds stupid, but then finally, I would agree with it and say, you know what, I know, I know, I've told her before, don't beep when you go by, because it just starts trouble, and I remember later on that night, she was really upset, you know, not bad, she was like, like, sad upset, and I said to her, I said, what's wrong, she's like, nothing, and so I kept plugging her, I said, what is wrong, she said, remember earlier when I mentioned, I always mention about when car goes by, and they beep, you know, I always say, you know, maybe it's a little girlfriend, I go, yeah, she goes, you know, I always know you denied it, and, it, you know, I probably shouldn't have carried it on, but when you said today, yep, it is, you agreed with it, that was almost like admitting to it, and of course, you know, I said, well, I've always denied it, and it didn't work, so I figured I'd agree with it, you know, and she said, I know, but 
I know that's an issue I'm trying to get over, but can you just not agree with something like that? And I looked at her and I said, yeah, ab absolutely. I mean, she said in a sad way, like, you know, it's not my fault. And she admitted it. And I'm trying to get over it. Can you at least work with me and do that? And I felt really sad. So I remember a couple times during the night, I went up to her and I was almost crying. And I said, you know, I'm really sorry. I didn't know it affected you. And she said, no, you didn't know. And I didn't know until you actually said it. And I almost believed you. And I said, no, I'm going to tell you right now that's not true. And she's like, no, I know after you explained it. And I, I believe you that it's not true. And she's like, can you just please promise me not to do that? And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I didn't make any conditions. You know, you have to work on your end or anything. Um, I did mention, I said, you know, you promised, you, you know, you try to work on it. But even if you can't. I promise I won't make that comment. And also, I remember, um, you know, a couple of instances that I kind of, you know, um, seeded and watered and allowed certain things to grow. Um, I remember, oh my God, this is back in 1990. Uh, we had broken up and, you know, we both were seeing other people, you know, for a very short period of time. Um, but I had this one girl I was seeing for six months. She, I don't think, even made it past a month with anybody. But anyways, this girl, um, we started, you know, uh, getting, um, how do you say it? Like, kind of strong feelings for each other. Now, me and my wife were together um, almost three years at that point. Um, but it was going really bad. And, you know, our relationship, you know, wasn't really serious. You know, after three years, you would think it would be. But, you know, we would both teenagers at the time, but anyways, we were watching TV, it was a series on Netflix, and I don't remember the name of it, but anyways, we had watched maybe about five episodes, and I remember, for some reason, she would make these weird comments, you know, during the, the show, and so finally one night, I said, it, it, well, what's weird is, is um, she had said, the main character, she said, that remind you of or, or one of the characters and I looked and immediately I knew I said oh my god it's that girl but I didn't tell her I said I don't know and she's like come on look at her real close so during different parts of the episode I said I give up I don't know she's like you're gonna tell me that doesn't look like this girl Cheryl and I looked and I'm like I don't think so and she's like yeah it does I'm like really honestly I I don't and I said you know what I don't even really remember what she looks like, but it's weird. She had a perfect image in her mind. This girl made an impact because me and her, even though we weren't serious, serious, I made it seem that way because I wanted her to get jealous at that time. So this girl made an impact, and her and this girl had a lot of words they exchanged because, you know, my ex wanted me back, and, you know, I, I wanted her back, but I wanted her you know, to work for it, so these girls exchanged words a lot, and I, you know, I allowed it, and made me feel good, two girls fighting over me, but anyways, so I kept an eye on it, so anyways, when the show was on the next night, she said, um, she said, so we're gonna watch that show, and I said, to be honest with you, I really don't want to, and I said, um, she was like, why, and I said, you know why, because it really seemed like it bothered you, and I said, you're more important to me than that show. And she's like, no, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll continue to watch it. And I said, 
I really don't want to. I said, because even though, oh, she said, you know, I won't mention anything more. And I said, you know what? But it's stuck in your head. And every time you see that, it's going to bring back, you know, bad memories. And I really, you're more important to me than the show. Why don't we find something different? And she said, yeah, but, you know, I know you really, I said, you know what? No, I like you and our relationship a lot more than the show. And I said, even if you want to continue to watch it, you can watch it alone, but I, I really don't want to watch it anymore, it, it, you know? And I said, it's not your fault at all. But I said, it, I don't want to do anything that's going to conjure up old feelings. And she said, really? You mean that? And I said, absolutely. And, you know, she, you know, like, didn't overglory it, you know, and give me a huge hug and say, oh, thank you. But she did look at me. She said, thank you. And I said, absolutely. You're welcome. And um, I said, I really mean that. Like, I'm not going to watch this on my own time or anything. She goes, I know you won't. So anyways, this is where I planted the seed. The next time we had argued, um, I think it was maybe about a week down the road, she had brought up uh, three guys that she had dated one time, and she's like, oh, if you want to see what a real man, like, you know, I had this guy, Keith, he was a real man, and Dana was a real man, and this guy was a real man. And I looked at him, like, you're really going to go there? Really? Like, really? I don't bring up anybody, but you know what? You know who was a real woman? And I brought up that girl, Cheryl. And immediately she looked at me and she's like, I was just testing you to see if you would bring up her name. To be honest with you, I don't know if she really did or not. Because I, I, I honestly did not play that game of bringing, back, bringing up old people. A lot of things she did I understood was part of her disease and or her disorder. And it wouldn't be fair for me to play the same thing because she can't help it. I can. And... I immediately looked at her and I said, swear right now on your mother that you purposely did that. She goes, I swear on my mother, I purposely did that. And I said, you know what? That's not fair because I would have never mentioned that if you didn't bring that up. And I told her, I said, you know what? It was wrong for me to play your game. But for you to bring up three different guys that th those guys did bother me and expect me not to say anything, I held my back the first time and the second time and you did it a third she goes, and I would have done it fourth or fifth because I wanted to see if you do it. And I said, but that's not fair. You would have kept going and going and going. You should have known after the first and second that I didn't say anything. I wasn't going to, you know, it took you to say it a third time. That's not fair. And she said, maybe it's not, but I wanted to see if you still had feelings for her or if your feelings were really true for her, you know, like that. And I said, to be honest with you, they're not. I just threw that out there because about a week ago when we were watching that show, you brought it up. And I've never brought her name up ever since 1990. But I figured I would throw it out there just for that reason. And I said, now you're making me feel like shit because you were testing me. And I feel, and I said, you know what? I'd probably believe you were testing me. But that wasn't fair either. It really wasn't. And obviously, the only reason I brought that up, can't you see, is because you just brought it up a week ago. So I planted that seed. And I would say probably about five fights after that, she kept bringing it up. And she kept saying, you probably really did watch that show just because it reminded you of her. You probably still had did have feelings for her. You probably lied. That's why you did watch that show. And I kept saying, no, it's not. No, it's not. And then I told her, like, on the third fight, I said, you know what? I'm going to say one thing. The only reason you're bringing that up, probably again, is for two reasons. Because I did bring it up. So I planted that seed, and I should have known you, you would keep mentioning it. But also... You might be testing me again to see if I'd say, yep, I really did have feelings for her. And I said, I'm going to tell you right now. No, I didn't. No, I don't. I haven't thought of her I haven't thought of her since 1990. I really haven't. And no, I didn't really have feelings for her like I've always had for you. 
as you can see, I went back to you, and I would have gone back to you at any point you asked me to the time I was dating her. So I did smooth it over at that point. She did bring it up a couple fights after that. I completely ignored it, and then she never mentioned it again. So what I'm trying to say is they'll bring up certain things to test you to see if, you know, you'll agree with it. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I did read that if you agree with it, it's almost like you admit into it. Like I said, they may not be able to, um, you know, to control that, but we can. It's not always, uh, you know, you know, um, you know, if you do it, I can do it too. No, it's not like that. Like I said, they have a disorder. You know, it's not fair to attack them. I know it hurts. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't hurt. Of course it does. And we want to dig down and we want to make them hurt back. But at the same time, we know the difference. Then there's other approaches. For every action, there's a reaction. You know, and, you know, you could even bring up, like, I, what I could have done was at that argument when she's bringing up those guys. I could have said, you know what? You know what I find funny? You're bringing up these guys. I have never brought up girls before. And we were just talking about one of Max's last week. And I'm sure I could throw it out there. But you know what? I'm not going to. Because you're saying those things and it hurts me. And I don't want to hurt you. And I don't want you to hurt me. So can we just not bring it further and just realize whatever reason you were saying it, whether it's to test me or you're trying to hurt me, okay, it did hurt. And you were testing me, but guess what? I think I passed it because I didn't throw it back at you. Because I don't want to hurt you like that because I know how bad it hurts me. You know, one thing we all have to remember is if you love the person you're with that has BPD, it takes a lot of work. And it takes a lot of tongue biting, a lot of tongue biting, you know, and it also takes of you, you know, listening to podcasts, um, reading up a little bit. And those people that do that, like myself, that proves that you love that person enough that you're willing to work with them. And like my wife, she's never done, you know, serious work on it, but you can't force somebody to work on it. You can do your own kind of therapy. You know, like I said, you can... Like I said, every action, there's a reaction, you know, and like I said, if you if you think enough, like, like with that episode, you know, with my ex, and she brought up about three guys, I could have said, you know what, I'm just going to say something. You know for a fact that I don't sit there and throw girls' names out there. You know why? The one reason I don't, because what you just did to me, and you've done it in the past, it hurts really bad. It hurts because, you know, for whatever reason, it hurts me. And I don't want to do it back to you because, number one, I see how bad it hurts me. And I don't want to hurt you back as well. It's not about, you hurt me, I want to hurt you. Or, you know, you hurt me, so I want to hurt you a little bit more. You know, I'm not going to do that. You know, I could throw names out there too, but I'm not going to. You know, I've never done it before in the past, and I'm not about to now. And you can, you know, sometimes you can tail on, you know, add a tail on to that and say, you know what? Just like when we fight, you know, when you throw something out there, you know, I, you know, I, I apologize. It, it's hard to do when I'm not perfect. You know, I throw something out there too, you know, and sometimes I may throw something out there. I want to hurt you a little bit more because I always want to be, or somebody, somebody wants to be ahead of the game a little bit, you know, but I'm not perfect. But all I'm going to say is when you say something, can you just try to think if the tables are turned? If you said that to me, it would hurt. And the only thing I would ask is, you know, after we're done, if you, you know, think, you know, when I said this to him, you know, I know if he said that to me, it would hurt. And he didn't. And he could have. Is afterwards, 
you know, just say, you don't even have to apologize so much, you know, just say, you know, when I said that to you earlier, I know you could have said it back to me, and you could do it on any argument, and you don't, you know, and I, I want to thank you for that, because, you know, it, it does, I know, I'm sure it does hurt you, you know, and they probably say, you know, I'm sorry for that, I guarantee it won't probably be brought up again, it probably won't, and if it does, it may not mean as much, and I guarantee it won't get brought up as much, if you can stop and, you know, as a matter of fact, if you can stop and and make acknowledgement of that, you know, like, well, she brought up a three guys, I could have said, you know what, can I stop you one second, do you see what you just did, and that hurt me really bad, not only did you bring up one guy, and two, but you brought up three, maybe you're doing it to test me and would have kept going until maybe I would have brought somebody up, but you know what, you just hurt me, not just one, not two, but three times, really bad, and I didn't even throw it there once, because you know what, I see how bad it hurt, even when you just mentioned one name, and I'm not even gonna about to just do it once, knowing you did it three times, or do it four times because you did it three. It hurts. Hopefully at some point you'll see, that was very hurtful what you just did, and I would love you enough that I didn't do it back to you. That's all I'm asking. You know, plant that seed in their head, a good seed. Or, you know, like the times that every time a car goes by and beeps, you know, when she said, you know, um, you know, was it a little girlfriend beeping? You know, I could have said, you know, maybe sometimes at the heat of the moment, they may not listen. But later on, I say, you know, remember you say that all the time when a car beeps by? Okay, number one, can I just tell you one thing? If you were in my position, would you have somebody drive by and beep? I mean, it does sound ridiculous. Like, what would that mean? I don't even know what that would mean. Like, you know, to say hi or whatever. I'm just going to tell you one thing. Whatever goes through your head that why you're thinking that, it's not true. You know, it, it maybe you wouldn't believe me by saying that, but just think, if, if you were in my shoes, and every time a car went by, and I attacked you for that, wouldn't you think in your head, that's not true, it's stupid for him to even think that. Maybe just think that. So again, planting a seed by trying to see the turn of the tables, by either saying, you know, wouldn't that hurt you if you did that, or doesn't that sound a little ridiculous? But don't, you know, what I want to say is, don't push it on too much that they hurt you, you know, because if you keep rambling about it, you know, they may say, I know my wife's done this, she's like, okay, I get the point, I, I hurt you, then they'll get aggravated, just plant that seed, and then, you know, with somebody going by, you know, it sounds a little ridiculous, don't keep bringing it up, because it's almost like in, um, you're attacking their intelligence or the disorder, plant that seed, and just say, you know, can you please think about that, and I guarantee those particular things that, like I said, the last interaction is how they pursue you. Those little things that they may bring up all the time. Like I said before, just like a broken record every time we fight. They'll stop minimizing. You know, somebody may say, yeah, but they'll find new things. Okay. Maybe they do. But again, keep attacking those things. And then after a while, they may start thinking, yeah, these stupid little things do sound ridiculous. Or I'm not going to say things that really do hurt him because he's not saying them back to me. Again, it may hurt. And if you can't control you know, yourself to bite your tongue, or what willing to work on these things, then you don't love that person enough and willing to work on the relationship hard enough. You know, like I said, I've gone through 34 years with this woman. I love her with all my heart and soul. And I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to attack her. I don't want to make her cry. You know, and somebody may say, yeah, but she attacked you. You know, she said 50 different things in one argument that, that attacked you. You know, it, you're sitting there crying. You, you should bring something up. Yeah, bring up the point that how much it hurt me and mention, you know, what if the tables are turned? You know, that's all I'm saying is make them 
realize it. And after a woman they say he's not fighting back, it really did hurt him. No, I wouldn't like that. Give it a shot. Give it a try and see what happens. So anyways, with that being said, I hope you liked the episode. And um, feel free to send me uh, an email and let me know your comments about the show. And thank you again for listening. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again and have a happy life.